0: hello hello welcome to the chase talks hip-hop podcast microphone check one two mic check one two all right so basically in this podcast i want to take some time and talk about master p and no limit records because um master p i feel like this dude doesn't need much of an introduction i feel like if you're a hip-hop a hip-hop fan you should know who he is already but this is a podcast, so I gotta do this stuff and try to make myself sound like I know everything. Reality, I don't, but I'm a I'm a fan of Master P. And one thing I gotta say is when I when I think of one of the greatest, you know, entrepreneurs in hip hop, one of the greatest artists to do it, um, Master P has to come to mind. And to his story, his his story, his perseverance. Um, the story with his brothers, you know, see murder Corey, um, Corey Miller, Kevin Miller. It it really is something that that trips me up because um, whenever I see an interview with him, he's always very very calculated, respectful, and you can tell he cares a lot about just pushing things forward and being innovative, like with the rap snacks. And I remember I was listening to him on I was listening to him on the Talib Quali podcast. That's what it was, and I was very impressed just with everything like his story you know from being damn near like playing like with pro players he's that good he could he could have went pro but um some injuries set master p back so he just had to start from scratch and he was talking about hanging out in the bay area selling rap tapes et cetera. Et cetera. and um there's just something really cool about him as an artist there's something really talented there uh there's i mean there's a lot of talent there and when you look at Master P's career, I mean the uh the gold tank, like there's only all you can really think of is iconic moments. When I think of Master P, I just I think icon, you know, because there was there were only in, in his time in that area in that era, there were only like a few few major rap superstars. It was him, Jay Z, Snoop, you know, like there, there were some other names, but like there weren't. Like, as many big, like, superstar names. Like, and there is something to say about Master P, what he did with his marketing. Everything he brought to the forefront. Or, uh, the gold ceilings on Cribs. That, that shit. I actually watched The Comedian yesterday. And, uh, they made a joke about Master P gold ceilings. And Master P's gold ceilings and shit. Um, it was really funny. The whole entire bit. But, Master P, back to him. He has an extensive discography. And a fucking hell of a legacy. And, and too, like, his legacy got continued with his son, Little Romeo. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Like, he literally is one of the most active dudes in the game. And now that he isn't making music as much, um, even though he does partake still, partake still, he really is just, you know, doing his business, doing his rap snacks and sticking to his philanthropy, being charitable. And that's one thing Master P always is saying, you know, you got to you got to make something to give back. And that's really cool to see. And another thing um, that you should check out, I might drop the link in the description. Excuse me, I'm recording part one of this, but um, basically, um, let me get back. what was I saying? So da, 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 Master P. Ah, yeah, so Master P has an extensive discography of goddamn, I don't know how many albums. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen albums. So Master P has fifteen albums, and this isn't even counting like all the shit he did with No Limit. Um, and you know what? This is actually very interesting. I, I feel like if I can compare work ethics, like I see this work ethic similar. I think Master P tech nine and little Wayne, jay-z they all have similar work ethics where they could drop these solo albums and also drop joint projects and stuff and it's pretty amazing but um Let's see. As far as everything goes, uh, Master P has dedicated his time to communities through P. Miller Youth Centers and his P. Miller Food Foundation for the Homeless. On July 12th, 2005, Willie W. W. Harrington Jr., the mayor of Memphis, Tennessee, presented Miller with the key to the city. Congratulations, Master P. On April 27th, 2010, Miller and his son Romeo were were awarded the Certificate of Special Recognition from Congressmember Maxine Waters. Yeah. So, of course, like, we know, like, his legacy is amazing, and watching the BET series, it was really cool to hear the story about when he met up with Suge Knight, he he, uh, didn't shake his hand, because of stuff, you know, he was in prison, but um, he actually struck a deal with him and got Snoop off death row, and pretty much set, set up a new trajectory for Snoop Dogg, and then when Snoop left, Snoop was able to do his business a little bit differently, and it's that kind of stuff that i really like to hear like i like to hear stories about people supporting each other helping each other out and um snoop is a really cool dude you know what i mean like and favorite rappers favorite rapper as dmx would say you know what i mean shout out to x uh i gotta do i gotta do a legend segment because dmx holy shit i got this quick thing about dmx dmx is a good dude and um I actually talked to him and everything, just DM'd him and shit and DM'd him my song and he, he fucked with it. And um for me that was enough. So all I got all I got to say is uh, I don't wanna get too specific on what was said, but um that's for me, not you, but um he said he liked my song and like when like a dude like that says, Oh, I like your song, shit, that's everything you need and um I just wanted to side note. So I gotta do a legend segment about DMX. Side note, note to self. But Back to what I was saying though about Master P is that Master P has facilitated such a legacy just by being a good dude, being uh, supportive and helpful. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And you look at the legacy of No Limit Records, it's not even a joke. I mean, the amount of business ventures he has, I'm about to get into his business ventures. And then I think I might break down some of the No Limit artists, Lil' Romeo, even maybe a little bit of, of the stuff surrounding his brother's But, um, I mean, I don't want, maybe I might not do that because I I have brothers too. And like, you know, I know Master P, Flock, uh, like MCs, uh, certain people, like losing a brother isn't easy, you know what I mean? And, um, that shit is difficult. And, um, I just want to send, you know, yeah, my condolences to Kevin Miller. I send my support, you know, for C Murder and all of that. Um, it's really one of those things where like hip hop, is in a strange place because I feel like that this stuff is Is coming to the forefront and I won't say the old school The old school is, is really Being I think Put in stone I feel like a lot of these Old school artists are coming out and Just being helpful and trying to guide uh, Newer artists a little bit and I'm not Saying it's a bad thing because Master P Is if there's anyone who should Who should be dishing advice it is Master P He's the dude who was selling Tapes out of his trunk you know, so he he's that guy. And, um, you know, even Too Short, Too Short's been doing this shit for a fucking minute. Mm. Let's see. So, aside from being a rapper, Master P has enjoyed a successful career as an entrepreneur and investor. After the death of his grandfather, grandfather Miller inherited $10,000 as part of a, mal- a malpractice settlement and opened a record store in Richmond, California called No Limit Records, which later became the foundation for his own record label of the same name. Miller was one of the first rappers to notice and take advantage of the retail potential of the music industry. As an investor... Master P was one of the first rappers to build a business and financial empire by investing in a wide range of business and investment ventures from a variety of industries. He has since invested the millions of dollars he made from his No Limit record company into a travel agency, a footlocker retail outlet, real estate, stocks, film, music, and television production, toy making, clothing, telecommunications, a jewelry line, auto accessories, Damn. book and magazine publishing. Car rims, fast food franchises, and gas stations. Damn, that's a busy man right there. His sports management agency, No Limit Communications, a joint venture with marketing guru, Dewan Egerton, was a success. His conglomerate company, No Limit Enterprises, became a financial powerhouse. His real estate investment and property management company, New Orleans-based PM Properties, controls over 100 properties across the United States. According to Black Enterprise Magazine, No Limit Enterprises grossed $110 million in revenue in 1998 alone. This level of success inspired other rappers to branch out into other ventures and investments. Miller has also shown his own line of beverages called "Make 'Em Say uh energy drinks. Miller has also made a foray in the mass media where he founded Better Black Television, a cable television network in November 2010 based in New Orleans, making him the, making him the first rapper to establish a cable television network. So Master P is like the the type of guy he's doing He's the first dude to do a lot, like I, like the first rapper to pull off a lot of this stuff. And again, like he's the type of dude you got to read his blueprint. His blueprint is very important. And just me reading this, like I just have more, I have more and more respect, um, just for his financial acumen, his intellect, his mentality, and ambition. It takes a lot to get to where he is, and he understands that. And he has the work ethic to get there. It's really fucking inspiring. Rappers had historically focused more on the artistic and glamorous side of hip hop music while paying very little attention to the business, investment, and financial aspects. All that changed in 1996 when Master P signed a music distribution deal with Priority Records, one, one where No Limit Records would retain 100% ownership of their master recordings and keep 85% of their recording sales while giving Priority 15% in return for pressing and distribution, distribution which allows No Limit to profit from future sales such as catalogs and reissues. Master P went on to make hundreds of millions of dollars from this deal. Additionally, Master P invented many innovative marketing techniques. According to Wendy Day, CEO of the Rap Coalition, Master P had a whole marketing movement. He was the first person to market the way a corporate entity like IBM would market to their clientele, whereas the traditional model for marketing records was to spend millions of dollars on an expensive vi- on expensive videos and airplay. Miller did not have such a luxury. As an independent artist, Miller had to find a way to sell, market, and build platinum record selling demand on a limited recording budget. He was known for keeping upfront business expenses down and profit margins high. He began selling tapes out the trunk of his car in every city and town in America where there was potential demand for his music. He gave out free samples to people with expensive cars and had them playing his music throughout their neighborhoods. This street level guerrilla marketing technique set the foundation to build a larger fan base for the future. After signing the deal with Priority, Miller began a high volume business model of cranking out as many records as possible and two like this guerrilla marketing can also be applied to the internet and that's what i love about the internet and i think masterpiece hustle this is all applicable to anyone listening right now if you're an artist just saying he branded all his albums so that No Limit brand became more important than the actual artist's name. Miller cross-promoted all his artists and albums inside the album covers. He also used pen and pixel graphics pen and, pixel graphics and mafia-inspired themes to make his albums stand out using Photoshop. He offered 20 songs per album, whereas most albums offered 15 or less. As Miller learned that customers wanted more for their money, he turned his artists into a Marvel comic book. And into Marvel comic book-like characters rather than just rappers. Sorry, he made sure his artists were number one on SoundScan every time they released an album to build a perception of popularity. He used inexpensive videos to promote his artists, and he cross-promoted albums using films and vice versa, tied them all together as a package. Brand image and identity became more important than just music quality. Miller's record labels have have sold. Wait, hold up! Miller's record labels have sold 75 million records as a damn as a result of his innovative marketing and branding strategies. As founder and CEO of No Limit Entertainment, Miller at one time presided over a business empire that included conglomerate No Limit Enterprises, No Limit Records, Bowda Inc., No Limit Clothing, No Limit Communications, No Limit Films, No Limit Sports Management, PM Properties, and and Advantage Travel. Miller represented former NFL running back Ricky Williams when he was drafted by the New Orleans Saints. However, the deal was rated the worst contract for a player in NFL history by ESPN. Miller manages the music, film, and television career of his son, rap star Romeo Miller, as well as pop star Forrest Lipton and Atlanta rapper Gucci Mane. Miller was the executive television producer for his teenage daughter's uh, Symphonique's Nickelodeon show, How to Rock, and co-creator of Romeo. So, damn. So, basically let's be fair like master p is essentially one of the most ambitious and industrious dudes ever to do it not just in hip-hop but in business in general because that's like some that's some real real genius level shit right there and now like to, to furthermore break down the career of master p we have to look at We have to look at uh, No Limit Records. No Limit Records, obviously, we know about the joint deal they did did with Priority, where they kept 100% of their masters, 85% of their royalties and profits, and they would give 15% to Priority since they were able to make so much. Well, um, let's see. I want to just break down everything uh, about the roster, about the fucking discography that came out, because I feel like that there were a lot of people signed... Uh, there were a lot of people signed to No Limit Records, a lot of notable names, and I'm going to break that down, like people from Snoop Dogg, who dropped three albums under the, under him, Mercedes, uh, Silk the Shocker, Mystical, Mia X, Maxi, Murder, Magic, Short Circuit, Little Soldiers, Romeo Miller, uh, Fiend, Cain and Abel, and Soldier Slim. So there were a lot of people that were attached to No Limit, and there's more, even more. And, um... And now at this point, like since No Limit Records isn't active and stuff, there is this way we can reflect on it. And that's the thing with this shit. Like I love to talk about No Limit Records because there is like there is just such this notoriety. There is such a notoriety where you look at the logo, you already know what is going on. You know what's you know Master P, you get the situation out the gate. And going into this, like the beginning is the beginnings of No Limit in nineteen ninety one you know Master P was doing his career. He was distributing through a small California Bay Area record label, no limit record shop started out in Richmond. He moved to Richmond to get away from the violence to get away from the violence that plagued this city of New Orleans in particular the caliscope the Calliope, eh, the Calliope housing projects where he hustled to survive. Master P would then use a ten thousand dollar settlement check from his grandfather's malpractice suit to fund his record store and lay the foundation for his future label. During the early 1990s, Master P released many studio albums with little success. However, Miller was able to garner notoriety for himself and the fledgling No Limit label on the West Coast by collaborating with various artists on compilation albums such as West Coast Bad Boys 1 and 2. By 1994, the label was on the rise, and Master P decided that the time was right to expand his product. After signing Oakland rapper Dangerous Dame, who released, who released the EP Escape from the Mental War through No Limit, he began working with New Orleans-based talent, starting with Kane and Abel and Mystical, while True's third album, True, achieved gold status. In 1995, Master P officially relocated No Limit to New Orleans while keeping his brothers and several California rappers like True Members Big Ed, King George, and Cali G on board. He then added local talent to his roster such as Mystical, Mia X, Kane and Abel, Fiend, Trey 8, and Mr. Servon. No Limit then served a distribution deal then signed a distribution deal with Priority Records while master, Me- while master P maintained ownership of his master recordings and recording studio. He also became the label's main artist and released Ice Cream Man in 1996 and Ghetto D a little bit more than a year later. In 1997, No Limit had gained momentum with best-selling, if not critically acclaimed releases from True to the Game, Mia's Mia X's Unladylike, which went gold. By the way, Mia X is incredibly underrated, because she was, she's like a very fucking underrated MC, and we wouldn't talk about MCs, female MCs, whatever. You know, she really ranks up there. She could battle a lot of motherfuckers, um, motherfucker, which went gold despite producing no hit singles, and Mystical's platinum-selling, unpredictable. The label also acquired their first marquee name in Snoop Dogg, on the heels of his acrimonious split from the Death Row Records label. His debut album for No Limit. The game is to be sold, not to be told it Was the most successful release in the label's history at the time As it sold over half a million copies in its first week And was certified double platinum in less than three months As No Limit's popularity and mainstream coverage increased So did its roster The label signed individual producers DJ Daryl, Randy Jefferson, K. Lou and As well as masterpiece main production Beats by, pa- Beats by The Pound, KLC, Moby, Moby Dick Craig B and Odell. They would they, they would ultimately depart the label in 1999 due to financial disputes. Carlos Stevens, in addition to solo artists, Mac, Mercedes, Soldier Slim, Full-Blooded, Fiend, Magic, Skullduggery, plus groups such as R&B Quartet, Sons of Funk, Short Circuit, Oakland-based Pairs, Steady Mobbing, Ghetto Commission, Prime Suspects, and Gambino Family. Together, they would put out a combined 23 albums in 1998. And those 10 albums went platinum, and, and those 10 went platinum, and 11 went gold. In some instances, their lone releases with the label... Ooh, Masterpiece's own LP that year, MP's *The Last On*, which featured him on a lenticular cover, reached number one on the Billboard 200 after moving 495,000 copies in its first week and sold 4.5 million copies overall. Damn! At the peak of its popularity, No Limit became notorious for producing lengthy albums that consisted of up to 20 tracks and numerous cam- cameo appearances by the label's other artists. There. They there were 18 alone on Soldier Slim's 1998 "Give It to Raw." In addition to the cheap packaging of its CDs and cases that consisted mostly of cardboard stock, small amount of plastic, as well as spearheading the movement of jerish pen and pixel design pen eh, pen and pixel designed album covers master p began to expand his horizons beyond music he wrote directed and acted in the underground movie i'm about it and contributed to the soundtrack as well as two high budget theatrical releases Ninete- 1998 i got the hookup in 1998 1999's Foolish meanwhile world champion wrestling president Eric Bischoff attempting to capitalize on the rapper's popularity while searching for a quick fix to boost sagging television ratings signed Master P to a contract at a reported 200,000 per TV appearance he and his stable the No Limit Soldiers which included some of Master P's lackeys and mid-card wrestlers Brad Armstrong and Chase Tatum feuded with Kurt Hennig and the West Texas Rednecks who had recorded a single called Rapids crap. <laughs> Bischoff hoped the student. and hey, This is all about wrestling. I don't really care. Um, in 2003, the company filed with for bankruptcy due to various lawsuits, and Master P then sold the catalog. Oh, wow. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so that was when it all ended, and... In 2001, No Limit left Priority Records and signed a distribution deal with Universal. The label's name was changed to the New No Limit. The first release under the New No Limit banner was Masterpiece's 10th album, Game Face, with Universal. The label also released new albums by the 504 Boys, Little Romeo, Magic, and Chapa. In 2004, the reorganized label had moved to Coach Records for distribution. From 2004 to 2005, the new No Limit label record is- the new No Limit Records is- issued new albums by Master P, Silk, The Shocker, C-Murder, Little Romeo, and The Reformed True. In 05, Master P established a new label called Gutter Music Entertainment on November 6th. No, no, in, on November. Eh called gutter music in the in at gutter music entertainment I can't speak today at on november twenty sixth two thousand and ten no limit was established again as no limit forever recordings so the thing is like that's the thing like there were there was a lot of rebranding that had to happen a lot of rebuilding but there is a lot to be said and a lot to learn from master P and you look at the continued success of him. What he's doing, rap snacks, his family—it's really inspiring. I think that there's a lot to take from it, and uh, I recommend going and checking out the People's Party podcast he did with Talib Kweli, the Drink Champs one. Go check out his catalog; it's very extensive. And you know that that's that—that that really is a wonderful legacy that Master P has. And I think uh, I just want to tip my hat off to him and give him his respect as an MC, as an artist. And all around, just a great musician, a great talent, entrepreneur, person. And um, yeah, I'm going to end it here. It's all love and respect. Thank you guys for listening to Chase Talks Hip Hop. And I hope you have a lovely, lovely day. Peace.